Welcome, welcome, welcome to Gab and Jam, episode 175. And what are we talking about today? Okay, so this is one of those age-old questions that concerns all of us songwriters, whether you're writing for yourself, but especially if you're pitching your songs for opportunities, you have to bloody ask yourself, what does it mean for it to be a great song? What is there such thing as a great song? So I, you know, I, I think there is a such thing as a great song. Okay, I don't, I, all right. However, I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's objectively. Okay, it's a, okay. So that was our first point: right. is that it is a subjective thing, and that one man's right. trash is another man's treasure. Exactly. So I do believe that there is such thing as a great song. So okay. I mean, I think we had been talking about this before. Yeah. Quincy Jones, when they were writing Thriller said he went through like 600 songs. Okay. Right? In order to pick, I think, the nine songs that were on Thriller. Now, what is amazing to me is of the 600 songs that he went through, Mm -hmm. How the Girl is Mine made the cut, I don't understand. (laughs) I don't get that. I don't get that. So that goes back to that point. Right. So if The Girl is Mine was a great song, you know, uh, that's a subjective thing. Yeah, yeah. To me, not so great. Right, right. right. I mean, so and, and, and we've seen a couple of situations where phenomenal songs. Yes. So let, let's another. One. Okay. That is, we got the great Paul McCartney. Right. Awesome song, right? Yes. We have the amazing Stevie Wonder. Yes. Right? Hooked up, did this song called Ebony oh, and Oh yeah. Ooh. That is. Completely horrible, you know. right? <laughs> so again, <laughs> to, right. Us. Right. Right. to us, right? But to them, they right. must have thought that they it was a great gold. song, yes. right? Yes. They felt like this was a great song, yes. and it this has got to come out, right? Yeah, you know. So I, I think that that is for me. Yeah, why I say that it's a subjective type of thing, but right. I do think that there are people or there are record companies that. You know, like a Clive Davis mm-hmm. and the rest of that. Who would say that? Or for instance, there here's one. Okay. Um, Boys to Men. Uh, initially, uh, well, throughout, they rejected the end of the road. Ah, okay. Didn't want no parts of that song. Okay. They did it. You know, a Babyface wrote it. They did it, and they were like, "No, this." So ain't making it. Oh, wow. I don't know about the end of the road. Oh, wow. No. They basically, you know, um, Motown had to force them, hey, no. Oh, wow. This is, this is happening and this is coming out. Right. You know what I mean? And that's how we got. And the I was end about to say, road. it's probably one of their most famous songs. It is, even right. Kids today know that song because I, it's the uh, graduation song. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah. so, so, I mean, you know, so we think, objectively speaking, right? right we all would know that's a great song. Right. Baby, where did I love go? Uh, yeah. Baby, baby, where did I love go? Right? Yeah. Now, Dan Ross hated it. Oh, wow. Initially, it was written for the Marvelettes. Mm. The Marvelettes say, no, nah, that's too soft for us. We can't deal with it. <laughs> can't roll with that, right? <laughs> it was given to Dada Ross. She was pissed off because she was like, you going to give me this throwaway uh, song? And so the way that she even sung it uh, yeah. was on the, like with an attitude. And that first take, 
that she did with that attitude is what became the song. Oh, wow. Right? right? But again, this yeah. is one of those type of things where you might say, okay, it's it's just, you're going to know. Right. That that every, everybody will agree, and that's right. not the case. It's yeah. not the, it, it is not the case at all. Okay, so. which takes us to our next point. Another confusing thing about a great song is how do you classify a great song across genres? Right. Or across decades? Right. Yeah. So, yeah, because what a great song today. Right. Um, you know, maybe we wouldn't see it as a great song um, in the past. Mm-hmm. I mean, but there are certain songs that seem like they transcend time. Yeah, I mean, let's go true. back to... Uh, Boys to Men. Uh-huh. And uh, the other song is so hard to say goodbye, goodbye to yesterday. yesterday. Right? That's another graduation right. song. Right? But, I mean, that that's a cover tune. Yeah. So that song uh, initially showed up in Cooley High, right? Okay. So, and that's back in the 70s. Well, uh, so here's a song that, that has made it from the 70s to the 90s and has persisted uh, throughout. To the 2021. Uh, right, yeah. right. So, so this song has kind of, and, and it could be the way that, it, you know, especially when uh, Boys to Men did their rendition. Yeah. It was a cappella. Yeah. You know, which, uh, you know, voices are never going to go out of style. Yeah. At least we don't think they will. Well. You know, <laughs> but who knows? But even across decades, so that right. goes back yeah. to even the rap thing. At yeah. one time, rap was not considered to right. music. And now, OMG, like, you'd be hard pressed right. to, to, to get rap out of the mainstream. Right. So I don't know when it's going out. Or, or but, and, and, I, and, and how do you classify those? I mean, yeah. which, which, of those songs are right. great songs and you know rap's always weird because within rap is usually another song yeah so you know i mean <laughs> so right. i mean you, you take like because there's, there's always some sample yeah that's like usually the cornerstone of, of whatever song, song yeah. it was right yeah. you know because I, I think it was how do you how do you want it yeah, um exactly. that i love that by tupac and um and jodeci right yeah they're on it right casey and jojo i think are on it right okay and um, that samples, I think it's a, a Quincy Jones song or something like that. Oh, but yeah. but but that the the part that I like the best of it, just the groove of the song, it's all sampled. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, so so again, I mean, you're always yeah that that's always an aspect of rap too that it yeah. kind of combines the two. But kind of going back to your point is that I don't know if there's a clear way to do that to mm. classify across genres. However, we've seen that though, where a song has, let's just take um, Dolly Parton. Uh-huh. I always love you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, so this is a song that she did, mm-hmm. and then that same song was Whitney done by Houston. Whitney Houston. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, could you say, "Wow, that yeah. that proves that that was a great song. Mm-hmm. This was a great song in mm-hmm. different genres." Right. And I, and I know that there's others. You yeah. Know, and you guys can probably even tell us about yeah. others that that are kind of like that where. You know, um, knocking on heaven's door. Oh yeah, uh, Bob Dylan. I mean, so so you know, I mean, Bob Dylan did it. You know, great song. Then Randy Crawford, yeah. all mm-hmm. along the Watchtower. We don't even know oh, that goodness. that was um, Bob Dylan's song. Right. I mean, we it's affiliated it's more with, with Jimi Hendrix yeah. than we do with with um, with Bob Dylan. Yeah. Um, so I respect. You yeah. Know, we don't know that. That's how Otis, Otis Redden did that song first. You know, wow. you don't realize that until, you know, um, you, Diana Ross, you know, yeah. I mean, not uh, Aretha, Aretha Franklin. Franklin. Yeah. What am I talking about? No, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Riri. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, definitely. So, I mean, and there's a, there's a, a bunch of songs that are like that, you know, yeah. where, you know, different artists have done them, covered them. You know, You Got a Friend has been done by so many different oh, artists, yeah. you know, um, and, 
across genres. Yeah. Um, Breezin, you know, was done initially by, I, I think it was written by Bobby Romack and really? George Benson did that. So, oh. I mean, so these are, okay. you know, just types of things that are yeah. kind of, you know, you're always surprised by this stuff, but. So sometimes it seems like it holds up, but but it yeah. doesn't always, right? It, 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 well, it doesn't. Or again, I'm mentioning these songs and, you know, people may be thinking about these songs and oh, that song kind of sucks. Right. You know, like I heard um, there was one guy, he was, he's reviewing, he was on TikTok reviewing like Rolling Stone's top 500 album. Okay. And the Isley Brothers 3 plus 3 album came out, mm-hmm. right? And he was kind of like, yeah, listen to it. It wasn't really my cup of tea. Oh um, my goodness. <laughs> you know, it's that kind of thing that's on you. Oh, I'm like, what? Right. You know, who's that lady? Summer Breeze. Some oh, of these songs that are on there. I mean, Summer Breeze was the Seals, uh, the Seals and Croft record okay. that they did. I mean, I'm like, what? Right. You, you gotta be kidding me. Right, yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. I mean, so again, that kind of goes back to... to that point one, right? right? So, how do you classify? Yeah. Okay, and then finally, this is a big one. Yeah. Because when we are pitching songs and we get uh, critiques back, this is a big one. Yeah. There seems to be no formula right. for a great song. Right. Because, so the examples that we were talking about uh, earlier were, there's no hook in If You Want Me To Stay. Yes. Uh, or yesterday, right? And then a lot of the, the criticism that we'll get sometimes is things are too repetitive. But right. think about "Fame" by David Bowie. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he probably said "Fame" in that song a like gazillion times, times or right? Like that, just over and over and over and over again, right? And you think to yourself, oh, "There's no other way that you know I, how." Yeah. Right. That's right. all the song is. is pay, 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 Same pay, thing with what you call them. Jerry Glitter's Rock and Roll. Uh, hey, 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 hey. And then don't even start talking about uh, rap records because right. half the time it's just one part. Yeah, that's it. Over and over and over. So, right. yeah. so, so if it if that is the wrong formula for a great song, then why are uh, some of these songs great? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you think about that. If you want me to say, he says it once yeah. at the beginning of the song and then he, he doesn't. Right. So it doesn't uh, follow standard songwriting. Right. It it doesn't adhere to that thing that they feel like, but for whatever reason, that song was always, it's like the whole song was a hook. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just the way that it was written, it was, you know, I just uh, so unusual that it's going to be that. I mean, and again, I I don't want, I I think sometimes for people, Mm -hmm. I think you have to trust your gut. Um, so, like, I was, you know, Steam was talking about um, Every Breath You Take. Uh-huh. And he was saying that, I guess, he had written it on the piano. Mm-hmm. And he knew when he wrote it on the piano that that was going to be a smash. Oh, wow. He knew it. Wow. He knew that that was, he knew he had something. Wow. He knew he had something great. Yeah, yeah. So you trust know, your gut because you probably know better than anybody else. Right. Well, you feel it. Yeah. 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 That, that, that you kind of feel, or I guess, too, if, if you find that. You know, whatever the song is, you know, when you take it around people, people hear it, and it seems like it's connecting with people, mm-hmm. things like that. I, I I think it's difficult to say, okay, I'm going to ignore that. Right. You know, and, and just... Ooh, you know, and that takes me... Oh, I just says. heard something on a podcast, and it almost crushed me. The person was saying to recycle their art, that this visual artist, mm-hmm. that after they have painted a piece, and it's been in, like, three different showings at a gallery... If nobody has purchased it and it's just sitting around, they will actually just paint over 
And they're like, oh, that painter's had his time and they want to recycle and save the planet. And I'm like, I yeah. could never. I'm sorry. Right. That yeah. just sounded sacrilegious. Again, yeah. even if it's something, because I think about the Sugarman thing, I think about people like, I think it's Virginia Woolf that never was published, mm-hmm. that, you know, after they die or, or, you know, well into their years, people discover them. Yeah. And they might discover this piece of art or this song. And I'm like, I just, I couldn't think yeah. of, of doing that. So go back to trust your gut. So my yeah. gut would say, just keep it, you know, and put it away. Find a storage for it. And, right. you know. Yeah. This is a piece of art that I did or whatever. Right. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, I, that's, that. at the end of the day, I think you, you really have to do that because, I mean, in their loads of stories out there of songs that have been rejected that have gone on to be hit songs yeah and it could be decades later so that whole thing about it's had it's time I'm like that 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 was that hurt my feelings and then I'm not even the artist so yeah yeah, yeah, I mean, and, and then sometimes the songs that do carry forward, I don't think people would have ever predicted. Like, you know, I think about that with Take On Me. Oh, yeah. By, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that song has just persisted. It's showing yeah. up in commercials today. And it, it is. And, and I never would have thought, yeah. you know, when I heard that song in the 80s, I'm not saying it was a bad song or anything like that. Right. I just never would have thought of that, all the songs from the 80s that right. you know, persist all yeah. and onward. You know, you, I mean, and geez, I mean, Princess Little Red Corvette, something like that. No. Right. This song by Uh Aha, who was this, you know, basically a one hit wonder from the 80s, you know? So, I mean, who knows? I mean, and that's the type of thing. I don't think anyone in the 80s would have predicted Right, right. So when it comes to great songs, so you would think that if it's a great song that people would would know again. Right, right. If if it's something that we all objectively can automatically say, oh, this is a great song or whatever. Right. And and there's a difference between how it's it's done professionally, it does all the things it's supposed to do. You know, I mean, that's one thing. But, you know, usually to me, a great song will be something that, you know, regardless of what the production is around it, mm-hmm. you know, you still gonna like the song. Yeah, and that happens. Know? It happens like uh, My Chemical Romance with Helena. Mm-hmm. He has that really bold note in the middle of it. Right. But, but And it must have been a choice because I know that they could have done better. Right. But I just love that song. And that note, when it comes, I you know, I cringe a little bit, but it, but it, it kind of satisfies something. It's right. just something about the way that all comes together. So. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. I mean, I, I I think that songs that do touch you as, you know, what you subjectively see is great. I, you know, I, I think it's something that transcends, you know, the production, yeah. the, this, the, yeah. that, the, you know, and it's, and usually even with the performances, you know, and we can think about that too, what makes a great performance. Yeah. And that's, that's the other part where, you know, you have to kind of have, you know, uh, that humanity yeah. aspect of yeah. things, which, you know, we've done a lot to erase that too, but that's kind of going off the point. <laughs> All right, let's wrap so this up. So what do you think? How do you decide if a song is great? Yeah. Please leave it in the comments below. I know this is a very contentious topic, so I'm expecting to hear what you have to say. Right. Uh, let's see. What's going on? Lord have mercy. That's it. Right. And, and before you say it, I mean, it's not just on a lot of records because don't forget, uh, Rick Dees did a song called Disco Duck. Oh, yeah. That charted. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I, yeah. so it ain't just about that. Yeah, of course, William Hung and some, some of these other people uh, uh, who have uh, been uh, hits. Right. Yeah. But anyway. All right. Yeah, we digress. 
a sugar fit is streaming everywhere yes. wherever you stream it you just do your thing stream it if you want it you can hit us up you can go to band camp you can go to cd baby you can get that uh if you are interested in the vinyl we are collecting for the vinyl yeah. so that we can put some vinyl out go it, to the patreon and yeah that's it, listed below i was about to say in a fast fact the theme for this episode is one of the songs from sugar fit and i get faded that's right so just if you wanted a taste of it you've already heard a little bit of it yeah if you dig the vibe be sure to subscribe we're wishing you love peace and chicken juice yay